Well, we're gathered here today on a rare occurrence. No, I'm just kidding. World Girls, we always like to talk about good shit, but today that's the entire focus of this episode is the good shit that's happened in 2022 because I think all of us turn on our phones or open our apps and it's just like, fuck, that happened too? This? Now this? Enough, enough. So today, this this hour, we are going to take the time to actually appreciate some of the good shit that came out of this year. Because I feel like I'm not a scientist, even though Bill Nye has acknowledged me as such um, in my dreams. But if gratitude makes us happier, then I think verbally acknowledging the good shit is going to make us feel a little serotonin boost. So let's get get into it. I'm Steph, joined by two people who have made my 2022 way fucking better. Roxy Stryer. Annihilation of that intro, babe. Way to go. Killed it. Was that the best of or? Yeah, a really good. I would say if we're talking about the best things that happened in 2022, that was one of them. You just now. Yeah. And uh, thank you for your support. (laughs) Support is so integral in 2022. (laughs) She said, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's going to be a weird one, you guys. So bear with me. Uh, Like Darina has been able to bear with me for this entire year because she's my dark lord and savior hello hello everybody hope you're all enjoying my sexy phlegm Uh, that was actually steph that was steph that wasn't that wasn't (laughs) she was trying to sound sexy and good thing she's very sexy because that was not (laughs) oh all right you good yeah i'm so so good (laughs) I'm so good. We created a list of 10 things that we thought were just fucking great about this year. And we're going to start with number one, Roxy, as our TV princessa. I'm going to throw it to you. Just in general, 2022 was a great year for art. I think that I rely so heavily on movies and television and music to pull me through I didn't find this to be the best year for music, but for TV and movies, I think that it really annihilated. There was a lot of great different genres of choice, too. I know that we had shows that were horror shows that appealed more to D, like Yellow Jackets, which I loved as well, or, you know, shows like Severance that really are a complete mindfuck. But then we had new types of shows like The Rehearsal. I've never seen anything like that show before. And then there was great network television like Abbott Elementary. Same thing with movies across the board. We had so many interesting, great horror movies, great comedies, great half animated, half non-animated movies with uh, smaller budgets, bigger budgets. I mean, I just think that when you go, when we're looking back in 10 years from now, 20 years from now, We're going to look at 2022 as such a beautiful time for art because we're living in a post-pandemic world now and so much stuff that wasn't able to come out has now come out and so much stuff that we created during some of the darkest moments of our time brought us the most light this year. So just so much great content. Guess why I smile a lot. Truly. Because it's worth it. Because it's worth it. (laughs) Marcel the Shell. You know Smile is a horror movie, Steph. That came out this year and it was pretty fun because, you know, it's been a great year for us horror nerds. Like Roxy said, God damn, what a beautiful year for horror. If you guys haven't seen it really quick, Barbarian, Pearl, 
Black Phone. There's so many horror movies, you guys. You guys got to get on that if you haven't. What a beautiful year. Yes. Yeah. I I actually want to see Barbarian. I've heard uh, really good things about like the Black Phone, too. Horrors, horror is in, but it's always been in for during now. Back to Marcel the Shell Shoes on, though. Best movie of the year, according to Roxy and I. And then I would just be an absolute dickhead if I didn't bring up one of the most important scenes in cinematic history, which came uh, for Top Gun Maverick when they're playing football on the beach. And it just is totally for the girls. And rarely do we get a moment that I feel like was just for us. I want you, Steph, to admit, to say it out loud, what did you do when we saw this scene for the first time in a jam-packed movie theater? Every seat is full. Okay, I would like to start by saying that the pandy made it so I feel the freedom <laughs> to express myself because I'm so used to watching shit alone. So when I saw these people enter the screen shirtless, I went like this. <gasps> I like gasped so loud. Just so loud. She just audibly gasped in a way that was honestly, I I can't say embarrassing because I just love her so much, but if I was a lesser woman, I would say embarrassing. It was <laughs> un- she, <gasps> it's like she had witnessed a murder but hot. Yeah, she reminded me of the the ladies that are, you know, maybe in their 50s or 60s that go see like Josh Groban or Old Devo in concert and throw their really big underwear at them. That's basically the vibes that Steph was giving at seeing all the beautiful abs, the very beautiful tan and uh, slick and wet abs that, that that movie showed us. Really, really good. Yeah, that's the United States I believe in. It was, I think it was for the people. Like this was for anyone with eyes or the ability to like sniff in what could only have been sweat and sex in that moment. Oh boy, that scene is definitely without a doubt the best scene of this year. No questions asked. And if somebody doesn't put it as that, then they're homophobic. (laughs) You've never sounded smarter. You've ne- I uh, yes everything to what you said, equally as deep is I'm sure your thoughts on Zelensky, the president of Ukraine. Uh, but for a few reasons, obviously there's a war going on, and um, cats out of the bag. Anti-Semitism is just roaring its way through America like never before. So you just definitely described the one-two punch of why I had to put Zelensky as one of the best 10 things that have happened this year. Also, I think that the lasting impact they're going to have on the planet, Zelensky's lasting impact is going to be so much stronger because he was able to accomplish something that nobody ever thought he was going to be able to accomplish. He was able to be a true leader. And give people hope in times of hope. And nobody is perfect. I'm not out here saying that I know everything about him. And in order to become a world leader, of course, there's things on everybody's resume. But he is the underdog. He is fighting a fight that he did not ask for. And he is doing it with as much integrity and love for his people as he possibly can. And also, the second part of what you said, Steph, 
he is doing it as one of two Jewish leaders in the entire world. And I'm just very grateful because a lot of people were able to see what he is doing and have just an ounce more love for Jewish people, an ounce more respect, an ounce more belief that Jews are strong and Jews can be um, uh, great humans. And I just think that he's done a really admirable job with the in given the worst possible situation he could possibly be given. And again, not perfect, but very admirable. Yeah, Roxy, I think that you described it very perfectly in the sense that you're right, that we're never going to agree with a lot of politicians and how they get there and what their actual politics are. Uh, obviously, Ukraine is a very different country than the United States. However, like what they're going through, you can't say that what they're going through isn't awful. And to see a person that's supposed to be a leader actually behave like a leader, uh, you have to respect this man's bravery. And I don't think we've seen something like this in a long time. So as much as I may not agree with this man's politics, I still very much respect him. Yeah, and his ability to not hide during this time either, where when we know for a fact, there's just so many leaders who would who would run and hide and not let their face be shown and not let their location be known and not let their voice be heard and would just let everybody fend for themselves. And he didn't do that. That's what they did in Afghanistan. Yeah. Unfortunately, like that's literally what happened. The ISIS was storming and their entire leadership fled. And I am not criticizing that because we're human, but I, I think that it's just uh, takes such an exceptionally courageous human in the, in the truest sense of that word. I think we completely overuse that word nowadays. She's so brave. He's so brave. That's <laughs> fucking brave. <laughs> That's a good point. Especially because fascists definitely have shown us to be pussies. Very true. And by pussies, I don't mean vaginas because those are very strong. I think that also just boiling it down to the most important part, the most basic of it all, uh, in the wise words of Paris Hilton, that's hot. <laughs> and he is like totally become a wild. It's interesting to watch people tweet about how sexy he is. And I'm like, there. let's go, Jewish leader, man. Let's go. Doing the right things hot. Okay. Okay. And he's funny. Put a ring on it. I really hope that um, Ukraine can find freedom and peace sooner than later absolutely i mean it's disgusting what is happening over there and and yeah i i just think that he is hopefully history is going to remember him fondly because hopefully this situation comes to a swift quick and as peaceful of an end as possible for both the ukrainian and russian people the the people the people yeah speaking of brave uh, also shout out to all the russian people that are incredibly brave and have been protesting this war because i can't even imagine doing something like that in a country with a asshole dictator and also may every other place in the world that's occupied stop being occupied by asshole fascists big facts okay this is gonna be a fun one during we all put what we wanted to add to the list and during just wrote the gay agenda <laughs> 
here's the thing about the gay agenda is that it really what it truly is even though far right wing propaganda has taken it to be this like they're gonna make us gay and I'm like guess what you, nobody can make you gay you're just born gay that's what happens it's like it's not a choice it just happens don't worry about it but a lot of good things uh, even though we've seen some sad things happen uh, with uh, a lot of fear propaganda this year and some violence towards the LGBT community that's completely undeserved we've seen a lot of good things happen for example in Canada recently banned conversion therapy same-sex couples in Tokyo can now get domestic partnerships the Mormon church who's well known for paying a lot of money for decades that's feeding into anti-gay rhetoric and all these things, they're actually now have endorsed the marriage equality bill, So, which is really freaking out Republicans. So we're seeing a lot of good things uh, happen all over the world that are actually good uh, for the LGBT community. And that makes me very happy because it's about damn freaking time because gayness isn't new and it's been around forever since it's in Greek freaking philosophy. It's happened in Roman times. It's been forever. So I'm hopeful that even though we're seeing all of these stupid anti-trans legislation bills trying to be pushed by far right actual agendas in American politics, we're seeing a lot of good things happen happening all over the world. Definitely. I I love that you're focusing on the progress within the gay LGBTQ community because there has been a lot of tragedies specifically with them this year so it's it is cool and I was talking to my dad about where we are with like people you know like the fear propaganda of like teaching being gay in schools and I'm like I love the gay agenda because it makes it so we teach our kids how to critically think not what to think like we're the right side so afraid of like them knowing that they could be gay and it's like instead let your kid be a developed awesome fucking human who can like make these decisions for themselves so never stop saying gay <laughs> there's also a lot more openly gay and queer people in media now which is uh congratulations gay agenda way to go uh, I think that that's very <laughs> important because I think that people are starting to see a lot of gay politicians, people that they respect or gay voiceover actors, uh, gay actors in general, people that they didn't realize were gay, that they have loved since they were kids. And and I think that with that kind of visibility has to come more acceptance. And 2022 was a, a big year for that. Yeah, especially with things like this, like, for example, the whole Canada banning conversion therapy, like it is obviously a stupid, widely discredited practice. Right. Like these are things that are now outdated that we cannot continue having uh, in our country. I hope that happens here as well, because things that happen in the United States definitely impact the rest of the world. And so um, obviously we've seen a lot of crazy things happen in Qatar uh, with the World Cup and people wearing their rainbow shirts and not being led into stadiums and stupid things like that. So I really hope that uh, we keep fighting the good fight because all, the gay agenda literally just means letting people live how they want to live. And that is freedom, baby. And we know for a fact that you can't convince somebody to be gay because if you could, Dorina would 100% be gay. And we, we've been trying. So. 
I've tried so hard and I just do not like pussy, man. I just really like dick. <laughs> Trust me, if I cannot be converted to gayness, I have tried. People have tried. It's not possible. <laughs> yeah, if it was a choice, most women would be gay. Okay, another fun Dorina one. Great way to look at some tragedy that occurred this year with uh, Roe v. Wade being overturned. But as a result, men are clapping back and seeking more vasectomies. Apparently, Steph, apparently Google searches for get a vasectomy in the U.S. have reached an all-time high, uh, especially in the days and months that uh, followed the release of, actually the leak, and then eventually the official release of the Supreme Court's really dumb decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. Google search queries for get a vasectomy peaked. And according to the data from Google Trends, this search for get a vasectomy reached like an all-time peak popularity in 2021, but then it doubled this particular year. So there's 8 billion people on this planet. We are clearly very much overpopulated. And there's a lot of, there's homelessness happening. There's people starving. Like we're clearly not doing what we should with the resources that the 1% is hoarding. So I think it's great that men under 30 are actually looking up how to do this and take a responsibility for themselves because it shouldn't just be up to women. And it's much easier to get a vasectomy than to get your tubes tied. So shout out to all the men that are actually taking the responsibility to do this in the lights that a lot of states in the U.S. are now in danger where women cannot get abortions or will not be able to get abortions. So good on these men searching the Google. Yeah, it's like the one thing that we've been asking for so long is that men be a part of this fight because it does involve you, (laughs) you know, like we are human beings sharing the planet with you. And so when one of us loses our right to choose, all of us do. And this is one very real way that you can be a part of solutions and making movements. I mean, in general, too, we don't talk about this often, but it is a much more difficult procedure and the recovery time for getting your tubes tied versus getting a vasectomy is weeks versus days and the fact that still some households make certain decisions you're allowed to make whatever you want but i think that a lot a lot of times decisions are made because people are not aware of all of their choices and so if nothing else this will at least illuminate that there are choices that don't just involve the women dealing with absolutely everything correct and again eight billion people man it's too many (laughs) Next up, uh, number five, Roxy, unfortunately, got hit with the the vid times two, but this time had something prescribed, right, by your doctor? Yeah. So this isn't about me personally, though. The, the, the good thing about 2022 is that uh, the bad thing is COVID still sucks. The good thing is that we are really actively working on that, and- more people died in 2021 from COVID than in 2020. That's a a very upsetting and disturbing fact. So the fact that in 2021, we still did not have any kind of grasp on this uh, is was extremely detrimental to our planet. 2022, we finally have a bit better of a grasp, not perfect, it's still the third le- leading cause of deaths 
Um, but it is better and we have medication and vaccinations. We Less people are dying from this. Less people are being hospitalized from this. More medication is coming out. And one of those things is Paxlovid, which has saved a ton of people's lives. Uh, and I am somebody who is immunocompromised. I was given Paxlovid, which is what Steph is referring to. And it was able to make it so that the second time I had COVID was nothing compared to the first time I had COVID, uh, where I was completely laid out. And then not only was I laid out while I had COVID for the first time, but I couldn't walk for like months normally. Going up the stairs was horribly painful for me. You guys remember it was like a nightmare for months. So not only is medication helping uh, make it so that there are less hospitalizations, but less long COVID as well, which is very important. So I know there's some scary things. And this year we were hit with Omicron and we see what's happening right now in, in China and people not being able to leave their homes and dying in fires because they're stuck because of COVID. And of course, there have been some setbacks, but in general, we are moving in a positive direction and we can feel that in our everyday lives, especially here in the States as we are pretty much, for the most part, back to things are open and you can live your life and you can do it in a way that feels relatively safe if you are vaccinated and if you are uh, trying to do all of the things, wash your hands, um, anything that uh, zinc, vitamin C, the things that the doctors recommend. So COVID is, uh, we're on the we're on the mend compared to 2021 and 2020. Yeah, which is, you know, shout out to science and technology in this case, because Jesus, man, like uh, it, we're here now two years later after this all started, almost three years now. And, you know, the amount of people that I know that lost loved ones to this when it was first happening, you know, is just so freaking sad, man. Like uh, so many people died. And so to be here three years later where people are still dying, but, you know, people still die from the flu. But I hope it's more like that, where it's a very small percentage versus what was happening before. So very thankful uh, for science that we're here because that wouldn't have happened, you know, a few decades ago. Yeah, the great, great call. Really, this one is a shout out to science. Big, big shout out to science and to the people who when we were staying at home and scared shitless, still had to go into labs every single day and risk their lives to try to find a way to make it so that we were able to survive as a species. The next on the list is a continuation of shout out to science. For real, I think also this year, China cured malaria, I believe it was. But in the first time ever, really exciting news there's a uh, Moderna announced an HIV vaccine and they're currently in their for, uh, phase one of their clinical trial for the vaccine. And they were administered to 60 trial participants, which as of just a few days ago or as of recently have showed pretty promising results, which is fucking nuts to think about. Like this is a virus that kills so many people, has killed so many people, has created homophobia and hate towards people, misinformation to people, makes people not want to live. Some people can't just straight up afford the care that it requires to survive with and live with HIV. So to think that we've re reached a place in science where we could see the end of that is so cool. Monumental stuff. I, I, one of the studies I was looking at about this said that 
the vaccine prompted antibodies in 97% of the people in that study. That is very promising numbers, just huge. And 35 out of 36 volunteers, which that is amazing what you can do when you stop hating a group of people and actually start trying to solve illness and fight the real villains, which is disease. Yeah, that's at 97%. Yeah. Wow. Huge. Oh, that's so exciting. Huge. Imagine being that one person in the study, though. It's 35 to 36 people. You're that one person. You're like, what's wrong? (laughs) Damn. This vaccine's not going to work for me? Shit. Gosh. (laughs) It's got to be someone. But yeah. So fuck yeah, doctors. Thank you so fucking much. And one person that we didn't know if we would be able to thank, but has had a pretty good year for who he, what we thought we would get from this guy. Talking about good old President Joe Biden and specifically with weed, Roxy. Yeah. So I can't sit here in any way and just be like, rah, rah, Joe Biden. But I am a lifelong cannabis supporter. I came out of the womb surrounded by a cloud of smoke and love for cannabis. <laughs> I My family works in the cannabis industry on both my mother and my father's side. Uh, we are, it is such an important substance to us. It was so, such a, had a, such a positive effect on my mom when she was going through chemo and her ability She had no ability to eat at the time and her ability to eat and not feel nauseous, but also on my family's ability to bond with each other. We, this was instead of wine, this is our thing. And so a lot of personal love for cannabis. So anybody, anybody who's out there supporting cannabis, I've got a little sliver of love for in my heart. And that's you right now, Joe Biden. There's been a few different things he's actually done that have been great. Uh, pardoning marijuana offenses, which we have to see what ends up taking place with that. We're in the middle of a lot of different things that are taking place with Biden's administration right now. But he also is calling for the review of federal law. And he just signed a research bill that is going to be very monumental about cannabis because of things like I was just talking about. It's been a really long time of the government and of the, the man saying that cannabis doesn't have any positive effects uh, medicinally. Uh, and this a research bill is the first step in trying to figure out what cannabis actually can do, what this little gorgeous plant can actually do. So there's a lot of different moves that are being made. Uh, we have not even close to gone far enough to make the right moves considering cannabis is still a Schedule One drug. But we are making some steps in the right direction. And 2022 is proving to be a, a pivotal moment in, in cannabis's life. in the life of cannabis and i think that this is going to be a really great we're going to look back and think of this as the start of something awesome in this country and a lot of people do take their cues from the united states which for better or worse they do yeah and uh, i believe joe did say that they are looking into descheduling it um so hopefully because we all know that it should definitely not be as dangerous as something like fentanyl for example so hopefully that happens that's part of him calling for a review of federal law that yeah it's part of his three point process here in pardoning reviewing and researching which uh, all are equally important yes and so as much as we have a lot to criticize of our government uh and every 
administration that comes through as we should because it's our job because those people work for us good on you joe hope you do more of those things yeah and get everyone out of jail who's in there for weed because fuck that yeah why don't you switch spots switch spots with the wall street guys why don't you d is really speaking to my heart and roxy's heart this year i believe it was this year might have been last year roxy and i were on the phone talking about I don't even, a work thing. And then quickly we got into a, I'm not kidding you, over 60 minute discussion on whales. Uh, you're, you are underselling it like crazy <laughs> right now. Like, I think it might have been four hours. Yeah. My, honestly, it was a few hours, dudes. Like not joking, a of serious conversation. The different types of whales, whale penis sizes up to six to eight feet. Like, what there's just how they have sex which is in threes because one of the whales becomes like a floor for the other two and how they pick their lovers fascinating stuff fascinating creatures we love them so much and then d has now put number eight on our list as some great fucking news for humpback whales hell yeah so humpback whales were heavily affected by fishing and commercial whaling that back in the day that resulted in them being uh in endangered status and this year humpback whales have been removed from the endangered species list which is an incredible incredible really cool thing that happened as a result of years of conservation efforts and so uh it's awesome man like of course any time that there's an animal that's no longer dying is good especially because humans are so dumb and we do not know how to take care of our beautiful planet and the fact that we have so so many different species, both in and out of the ocean, dying because of, oh, because we, we want to eat it because we're not like because Americans love to eat all this stuff that shouldn't be eating. It's so stupid. So I'm so happy to hear this news because any live plant, animal, human, anything that's alive in this planet exists for a reason and should exist. And whales are specifically incredible, magnificent creatures that should be respected. And so this news made me very happy and I knew it would make the girls very happy. And so it is awesome that this has happened. So shout out to every conservationist out there working on making sure that these beautiful creatures stay alive. Team whale. Team whale forever. They're massive and so gentle. Steph always says if Planet of the Apes happened, that she's going with the apes. I'm going with the whales. That's the right answer. So I don't know. I'm not going to argue with you there. You're absolutely right. We would definitely be a better species if we collaborated with whales more. Maybe 2023. In other good news, uh, number nine on our list So fucking great to hear that Scotland was the first country to make it so period products were free to people who needed them. And this is so cool because if you don't know, you don't know. But if you know, you know. And period products are expensive. They're also necessary for safety and sanitariness, just being clean and healthy. And a lot of people who don't have money, a lot of money at all, it's just such an outrageous ass to have them pay for feminine or for period products over food or something like that. You know what I mean? Like something they can't control 
and we're like giving all these tax write-offs to all this other bullshit but not something that affects half the population the thing is you don't choose to get a period and we we provide uh, insurance covers things that men need to have sex but not things that people with uteruses need in order to go to work like we live in a society that it is unacceptable to bleed on the streets you're not allowed to just be bleeding on your chair bleeding at the studio bleeding at your your friend's place you're not allowed to do that and it's also not sanitary like Steph said to just uh have somebody else and sit in your blood whoever takes the seat next to you so you would think that because we we cannot do that, that the government would have to provide that for us. But no. Or they would give you a week off of work a month. Stay from, you, you sit there at home like and pay for it. But the fact that we just as a society are like, you men, you can't get your dicks hard. We'll give you some pills and we're going to help you pay for that, baby. You women, you have your periods. Figure it the fuck out, you dumb bitches. <laughs> and it's like, okay. So this is great. This is big news. Good on them. I don't think, th- are they the first country? I feel like there's a couple now that are, are doing this. Uh, maybe their first or second, something along those lines. I think everybody should follow suit, though. This is long overdue. I mean, it's crazy how much more money we spend just by being women that we have to to survive like we have to buy things for our period like it's not like like whether you use a tampon a deep like a a cup like whatever you use like you have to buy these things and we get taxed on crazy the pink tax baby it's so stupid so especially considering that whether you like to hear it or not most men make more money than the rest of us women so i think it's about time yeah we make less and have to spend more Makes a lot of sense. Yes, Scotland was the first in the world to make period products free, and they did it through the Period Products Free Provision Provision Scotland Act, and this was in August that it was passed. You all want to move there or what? Yeah. I mean, nothing... Talking about getting someone hard, a Scottish accent, I'll do it. Yeah. I won't understand anything, but as long as I have subtitles, I'm good. Our love will speak for itself. Exactly. Okay, finally. Yes, Rox. <laughs> like their kilts because it leads to easy access. Hey. Oh. <laughs> yes. I'm so glad I circled back. Okay, we have reached our landing point, number 10. And I had to choose Darina to end this great list because she just wrote. The implosion of the oligarchy. <laughs> so, Dorina, <laughs> elaborate. Here's the thing, you guys. We have known for several years now, even decades, with with the Occupy Wall Street movement back in the day. There is only about a couple of men that own more wealth than half of this country. While millions of people are working two to three jobs just to survive and feed their families. It is not the right way to live. We are doing things incorrectly. And it's all because of the people in power. Remember how what George Carlin said, it's a big club and we ain't in it. And it's not about left or right. And it's not a political thing. There's a few people in power that 
are corporatist politicians that have been making these things happen for them because it's the billionaires are paying these people to be millionaires and to make sure that they're still getting their little tax breaks here and there. And they have finagled the system. Uh, when, when I hear people say that the system's broken, it's not actually. The system works for these people. And so it's been a beautiful thing to see, not just through the help of social media, uh, just number one, to see that these people are actually idiots. When you see Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos tweet, it's so embarrassing. I've never felt so, so confident in my life to know that I'm actually very smart. And when I was a kid, I was told that if you're rich, you must be smart. Guess what? I guess that's not the truth. But not only do we get to see that these people are actual idiots, that all they have is money and that they've been finagling these tax breaks and or just through literal generational wealth uh, that they become these people that are famous just for being rich. Not only is that happening, but these people have now lost billions this year, specifically one point four trillion dollars. That's how much the 500 wealthiest people in the world cumulatively lost in 2020 alone. Uh, as you all know, Elon Musk made that stupid Twitter deal. Now that we're seeing Twitter implode for $44 billion, uh, we're seeing Tesla st stock go down. We are seeing Jeff Bezos' Amazon net worth falling. Mark Zuckerberg's made troubles because of that stupid virtual reality world that nobody gives a fuck on Facebook. I mean, it is a beautiful sight to see. Talk dirty to me. Who got the money? Not us. <laughs> This is the kind of thing that I'm so confused. This is why money makes no sense to me. Because it's fake, Roxy. Right. I couldn't be happier that they lost that money. Where'd it go, bro? Like, <laughs> where is <laughs> Who has it? Exactly. It's fake. People. It's fake. It's all fake. It's a stupid way that we live in. I hope that this shows people that the way we live in is stupid. Where'd all the rich money go? Wait, what if instead of losing the money, they had gifted that money? Like, imagine that. Imagine if they got together. What was the trillion number, D? Uh, specifically, 1.4 trillion. Well, imagine if they took 1.4 trillion dollars and, like, instead of losing it, gave it to great places. Right, and not just their fake charities that caused them to uh, have those tax breaks, but actually invested in public housing, in public health care, in things that physically, actually, actively could help people. That whenever the government says, we don't have enough money for education, we don't have enough money for health care, for public housing, guess what? We do, because you're giving it to these assholes. In funding cancer trials or things like what we talked about today, the HIV vaccine. There's just so many beautiful things you could spend your money on. <laughs> Where is it? Uh, yeah, we need some of the rich people's money, please. We have we have ideas. Talk to us. <laughs> we have ideas. Yeah, the world girls. I mean, that would be a great place to invest. Yeah, I love seeing piece of shit rich people lose their money. That's like a really um, not harmful thing that I can indulge in. That's harmful, a little harmful to that. I love watching them try to get people to care about the fact that they're losing their money. It's so humorous. 
like going going to the public like it's been so you know like kanye being like i lost million hundreds of millions of dollars and everything like <laughs> i get what the jews went through in the holocaust because look at what's happening to me <laughs> yeah it's like that's none of us can relate bro I have no idea what it's like to have a million dollars, let alone lose hundreds of millions of it. Yeah, I love seeing him lose money. Most people in this country don't know if they can pay their rent. Meanwhile, you're worried that you lost like a home out of your 20 homes in the world. Tough break, bro. Based on something you did (laughs) for being an idiot. Your own shit, dude. But D was talking about this isn't the way we're supposed to live. Like, the, it's like multiple jobs, kind of like a slave to the man. And I was reading that last year it was had the greatest number of people quitting ever in America. And uh, I have to assume that comes off the heels of the pandemic and people seeing that there is a reality in which most jobs can be done from home. Most jobs don't require eight hours of uninterrupted focus. And most people want to live and they don't want to work to live in, in these shackled conditions where they're like forced to do something. There's so many other ways we can be living. So I thought that was dope. Like people are, are over it and people are over rich dicks doing piece of shit things too. And it's kind of cool to see. Yeah, especially stuff that you're mentioning that I'm also seeing. I forget if it was in Ireland. I'm not specifically sure in the UK um, that people were testing the four day work week. Right. There's things like that. Additionally, we are seeing with the same amount of pay. Exactly. As it should be. Right. Because and they were seeing with testing these things, they're seeing actual increase in productivity because I'm like, yeah, because it's because it's not normal to work this much like this country has it backwards. So it's really stupid. Additionally, another great thing is that we're seeing more uh, strikes and the people that that's the showing us the power of the people, the fact that we're seeing that labor actually has way more value than some stupid CEO tweeting, actually. Yeah, they can't do it without us. That's the good thing. So it does give us some power. Do you feel like the collective slogan of this past year was, fuck this shit, I'm done? (laughs) (laughs) For sure. For sure. And also, fuck around and find out like i get get, fuck this shit i'm done find out fuck this shit fuck around find out i'm done that's what they found out yeah yes that's poetic justice (laughs) so that's our list of 10 great things that happened this year but we always would want to hear from you all at home what are like some of the things that you thought were just we should be talking about more like this is this is the shit that makes life worth living for we do have a patreon question we love to hear from y'all patreon.com slash the world girls you can get involved and we can hang out even more than just hearing our voices through your headphones we got jalen brooks what's up jalen who says what's your favorite food to eat after sex (laughs) great things sex is great I would know. I have it all the time. I'm very well versed in sex. I had so much sex this year. Food is also great. That one I actually had a lot of this year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I I think that like nothing beats great dessert after sex. Just being like as gluttonous as possible. I'm down for like a fat piece of chocolate cake. <laughs> just like yeah, like you've just gotten laid and you're like bring on the 
fucking sugar. But it's got to be fat and sugary. Mm-hmm. I hear you. And, and you don't know, you know, I don't have that much of a sweet tooth, uh, but you're right. Uh, after sex, I'll definitely love to go to Mexicali Taco or eat some pizza. But you're right. A big fat ass chocolate cake. That sounds delicious, Roxy. Now I'm horny and hungry. Yeah, I know. I really want to have sex. Story of my life. To me, to me, uh, after sex, there's just like nothing better than a joint and a cup of coffee or tea. Like that combo. It's not food, babe. It's It's just not food. I know, but that's what I have after. That's what I usually will have after sex. 100%. Not the question, but totally with you. Okay, um, actually, what are you, a billionaire propagandist now? I'm, like, so with you, babe. Um, but, um, actually, it's... Mm, are you? No, you don't even smoke weed. You're a narc. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I, I am a non-weed smoker. How'd you know? <laughs> so, if I had to pick food, I've done this a few times when you, like, have fries ready. Ah, oh, such a good like little finger food to grab after. Yeah, I'm trying to think what I've actually eaten after right after sex, and it's usually like a little dessert. Like, have, do you guys know those true fruit things that are like chocolate covered frozen fruits? Like you got your cho- like dark chocolate covered raspberries or dark chocolate covered strawberries. Really good stuff. Do they sell it like that at a grocery store? Yeah. Ooh, fuck me up. Let's go. See, that's how you answer a question, Steph. Our little ass smoking, tea drinking, coffee drinking guy. I was trying to set the vibe. Jalen, I know what you were asking. And I feel like I provided the answer. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, you don't need to, you don't need food to live. You know, food isn't fuel. Coffee and cannabis is fuel. Um, actually, this is the end of our podcast, Roxy. (laughs) Shut it down. For real, though, thanks for being a bitch out of water with us and being a part of the good that came out of this year. We really, really appreciate every one of you that listens to this podcast, takes the time to message us about it, leaving a review, which we fucking love. Those five stars can't get enough of. We're so grateful. There's so much content that you can listen to and the fact that you chose us and want to be a part of this community makes us feel really special and want to keep going and gearing up for 2023 about to be the littest one ever in world girl hq so stay tuned for that you can always email us at contact at the we go live on youtube.com slash the world girls every monday and wednesday and please follow us on social media on twitter and tiktok we're at the world girls and on instagram we're at world girls wop uh, we started this podcast this year so this is definitely one of the best things to come out of this year for us and thank you for being a part of the journey we're all gonna die so don't be a dick and stay wet my friends Music